This is the Peak Signing Agents Podcast. My name is Derek Van Otten. I'm a six-figure loan signing agent, and I own a six-figure national signing service. My goal is to help you become a peak signing agent. Welcome. It's another episode of the Peak Signing Agents Podcast, and I'm back from San Diego just finished attending the Loan Signing Systems Conference for 2022 in San Diego. It is the largest uh, conference for signing agents in the country. So if you didn't go, I hope you are uh, planning on attending maybe next year. So much information, so much knowledge. I'm not going to give you like my notes from the conference because I just kind of think it's not fair for people that went and paid the money and went. Uh, but I do want to just kind of share with you guys what was happening during conference. We have panels from people in the real estate industry. We have panels from signing agents making six figures. We have panels of signing agents who own signing services and giving their tips. Uh, so that's that's always great information that you wanna take a part of because I'm a big believer in self-improvement. I think it's important to always be self-improving. And going to a conference like this, even if you're not a member or a student of the loan signing system, you can still attend, you can still go. The NNA, National Notary Association, they have an upcoming uh, conference as well in Scottsdale, Arizona. So just letting you guys know, there's a lot of information, a lot of of items and materials out there for you to gain knowledge to become a peak signing agent. I want to make sure you guys take advantage of that. Things like podcasts, for example, and books, these are all great ways to learn how to become a better signing agent and a business owner, which is important. Anyway, I hope the, the sound quality is good. I totally forgot to grab my mic. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, hope, I hope you can still hear me well. If not, turn up the volume a, a, a twitch more. But I do think, uh, or I do want to share with you maybe some of the conversations I had while I was at the conference. Again, I don't want to share like the tips and information during conference, but I thought maybe I'll share with you some of the conversations I had with signing agents from all over the country that were there. First of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who came and spoke to me, uh, took pictures with me. If you did take pictures with me, please tag me. Uh, I want to maybe create something with all the pictures from, from everybody. But uh, you guys say how much you enjoy the podcast, how much you've watched my YouTube videos, uh, my interviews with Mark Wills from the Loan Signing System, how much they've meant to you, how much you've learned from them. I want you guys to know all of that means a lot to me. Even if you came up to me, I know some of you were apologetic. Maybe I was eating or talking to somebody. I just want you to know I am so humbled by everyone that came up to me. And it truly, truly, truly means a lot to me that I can help impact you and that you get valuable information and content from me. That does mean a lot to me. Uh, I am parked outside one of my newest clients today in the back of the mobile office. It was a recent customer. I just walked in and saw it was a title company. They're kind of uh, uh, one of those boutique title companies, meaning they don't have a ton of clients. But anyway, I don't think a lot of people walked in. In fact, as I spoke to them, no notary has ever walked into their office. They just became a new client and I'm parked outside today recording this episode. So uh, I wanna share again some information that, or some conversations that I had. This, uh, this first one was when I was, we were having a little dinner for, for the VIP and inner circle members. So I was, I was a part of that. I was having dinners at a table with uh, Dipti Goodwin 
and Angelina and Wynn. They're, they are signing agents that are signing service owners, doing great business, making great money. And then we also had Everett, who was, who was at the table with us. He is a retired detective. So I just thought that was super cool talking with him. We're having great conversations. And I can't remember who brought it up. I want to say it was Dipti that brought it up, where she brought up that one of my one of my topics, one of my episodes, I had mentioned the cycle of an employee during the work week. And how I mentioned how usually Sundays people are enjoying their Sunday, but then when the evening starts hitting, there's a feeling that kind of brews inside of us because we know we have to wake up early to go to a job on Monday. That a job that we maybe don't like. We have to fight traffic, sit, sit with people that we don't maybe get along with all the time. And we just have to sit there for, for eight hours a day, five days a week, and not really enjoy ourselves as much. So she was kind of talking about how that kind of hit her a little bit. And we were kind of talking about maybe Mondays and, and being in a business that we're in. We're in the service industry. We're in the real estate industry. We're, we're notary signing agents and how, how we really enjoy what we do. And she was saying how she had those feelings on Sundays and, you know, she, she dreaded Mondays and now she doesn't feel that way anymore. And my comment, and I wrote it down because I thought that, this, was a good, this was a good thing to maybe mention, how on Mondays or even doing signings, I don't feel like I'm working because it doesn't feel like a job to me, I guess. I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm making money. I hope you guys understand that. I don't want you guys to victimize making money. There's nothing wrong with that because I create this podcast. I create YouTube videos and content for you guys to become successful because I believe if you are doing the best job for your clients, providing the best service, you deserve your money and you deserve, if you're willing to work your ass off, you deserve a lot of it is how I feel. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I hope you guys understand there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money now, there might be some wrong things that you do with your money, but from my standpoint, from the things that I've interacted with, with people that make a lot of money, they usually do a lot of good things with their money as well. Let's go back to the conference, for example. Mark Wills and Roman Rosario, they are the co-founders of the loan signing system. They make a lot of money with the content that they create, but they work their ass off creating a lot of valuable content and messaging people. Well, one thing that they do is they donate their money. In fact, they had one of the charities they give to there at the conference. So it's called Promise to Kids. It's for fostering uh, children. If you didn't know, Mark Wills was a foster child. He was in and out of the system uh, as a young boy. And so that means a lot to him. It's near and dear to his heart. And he gives back to it. In fact, he donated, he gave a, uh, they gave a check for $10,000 to promise to kids and they had one of their uh, representatives speak and he was saying how Mark not only donates money, he donates his time. He goes there and talks to some of the employees and talks to some of the kids. Incredible. In, in my opinion, just incredible. So uh, anyway, I was talking about how I don't feel like I'm working. I don't feel like I have a job and I don't, right? Every day I wake up unemployed <laughs> and I have to make myself employed. I have to create business and that generates appointments for me. I have to generate that every day by the relationships and by the service that I provide. And so I don't feel like I'm working, even though I work, right? I work to create those relationships. I work to get those new clients. Going out and doing signings doesn't feel, does not feel like a job to me. 
It feels like I'm making money for my family. It feels like I'm making money for the charities that me and my wife give to. It feels like I'm making money to inspire other signing agents. In fact, at the 2021 conference, someone told me I kind of, because I envy the money you make, but I feel like there's a lot of pressure because I feel like you have to always maintain that to, to uh, be an inspiration for others. And when he said that, I didn't really think about it, but it did light something inside of me to say, maybe I am an inspiration to others uh, by me making money and for some reason, I'm good at making money as a signing agent. And if I want to pass that information on to you guys on the podcast or YouTube so that you can do the same thing, because there's a lot of good things you can do with money. Me now as a signing agent, I've created I've created a, uh, a great business where I can become a signing service and I can hire notaries all across the country to service my clients and their clients. What I'm doing is I'm helping other signing agents' families. I'm helping them pay their, their mortgage. I'm helping them put food on their table. I'm helping them have maybe a date night that they wouldn't have uh, from their from their nine to five job. Maybe their nine to five job just barely gets them by, and then doing a couple signings through me helps them have a date night, take the kids on uh, a great weekend getaway, maybe. And that was something I learned from my mentor, Mark Wills, when I when I was writing out the check. The first time I was writing out checks to notaries. I don't write checks anymore, I do ACH. But when I did, I, I posted about it saying, it kind of hurts writing these checks to all these notaries, but it also feels good because it knows that I'm growing my business. And he pointed out, it also should feel good to know that you're helping these families. These, these signing agents, you're paying their families to, again, for whatever reason, their livelihood, their mortgage, their food on their table, their activities, their vacations. He was like, you're helping provide that for them. I never thought of it that way. And so it helped me realize to not victimize making money. Now again, how you spend your money, um, there's maybe good and bad ways to, to spend your money, but if you're doing the right things, there's nothing wrong with that. And that was a conversation we were having at the dinner, is how we don't feel like we're working. We don't feel like we have a job, but we feel like, or you should feel like you're making money. And, and you deserve that. If you're a peak signing agent, you provide great service, you deserve the money that you're given. You deserve it. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, another thing we're talking about, this was, this was on the second day in the morning. We were having breakfast, and I was at a table. I was the only one outside of Florida. I was with a table with a bunch of Floridians. Shout out to Florida. They gave me so much love during the conference. Man, the Florida people are awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, they were really representing during the conference. And I was at a I was at a table with a with a with a good amount of, of Floridians, and they were just awesome from all over too. They were from all over Florida. It was it was great. You guys were great. Anyway, we were I was sharing tips with them <laughs> about some things that I do. We were running across. We were kind of talking about funny signings that we've we've experienced. We've all experienced funny signings, right, or weird signings. And one of them was talking about just going to a table, and the table's filthy, and they're trying to find a place to sign. And I'll just give you my tips on how I overcome that. It doesn't always happen, but it's just a tip that I give. So I'm going to share this tip with you guys from a conversation we had at breakfast during the conference. So when I go to it, when I actually call the signing to confirm it. So, you know, the, the title company gave me their phone number and their, and their address. And I call them to confirm details. I just say, hi, my name is Derek. I'll be your notary coming over uh, this day and this time just confirming the address and the signers. Does this all sound right? And they all verify yes. 
And I said, there's just two things that I need. One, valid ID, like a driver's license. And number two, a clean place to sign, like a table. Now, even though I say that, so many times I get there and they don't have their IDs ready and they don't have a clean table ready. But when I do mention that when I arrive, they always are like, oh yeah, you mentioned that. So, sometimes I do forget to mention to have a clean table ready. There are some areas that I'm familiar with around me and they're, they're, you know, they're, they're areas where the people are a little bit more cleaner and I don't have to worry about mentioning, make sure you have a clean table because I know the area, they're gonna have a really gorgeous house and they're gonna have a really gorgeous dining area that we can sign at. But there's some places where I, I should make sure I remember to tell them to have a clean table ready. Sometimes it's not, right? So that's what we were talking about. Sometimes we get there, table's not ready. There's, there's mail all over the place. There's food, crumbs left over there. They maybe have animals or there's cat fur on the table. I know, disgusting. So I was giving my tips that I'm gonna share with you guys right now, how to help overcome that. So again, during the initial confirmation, I do say, please remember to have a clean table ready for the signing. However, when I get there, it's not always ready. So when I get there and the table's a mess, let's just say mostly maybe it's just some mail. I'll just say, hey, where can we sign? They might say maybe a TV tray or something like that, or they might say, you know, my table's kind of cluttered. I'd say, hey, no problem, but there is a lot of paperwork. It will probably be a lot easier to do it at the table. I'll help you clean up. So I'll offer to help clean up, and I usually don't have to clean up, all right? They usually might be a little embarrassed, or they usually just go ahead and start cleaning up. They'll go get a wet rag, they'll go move their move their items out of the way. So usually signers will just go do that. I, however, offer to help because me offering help kind of usually gets them moving a little bit to go get the rag or the, or the paper towels, whatever it is they need to do to clean up the table a little bit. Um, some things I also will say is, you know, because this is uh, important mortgage documents, we want to make sure they don't get damaged or dirty. So, um, you know, do you have like a wet cloth? We can maybe clean up. It looks like maybe there's some food or there's some sticky, uh, maybe like sticky juice on the table. So usually when I say that, we since we do have some important, important mortgage documents here, let's try not to damage it. Do you have a wet towel or paper towel that I can help clean this up with? And again, they usually just go clean it up themselves. But me saying that, it kind of puts the blame off of me, like me being someone who's super maybe... Uh, maybe picky or super bougie or whatever they might think of me as a person. Now, again, I I might be a little bit of a germaphobe. I don't like dirtiness. And I know that comes with the territory of being a signing agent and meeting with people at their homes. I know that comes with the territory. I'm not against it. Sometimes, you know, I might just have to hurry and get, get into the vehicle, put some hand sanitizer on, roll the windows down and air myself off. We kind of joked about that as well at the table. But uh, anyway... I kind of pass the blame onto the mortgage documents. But again, they are super important. And again, we don't want to damage them, but it's an easy cop out to blame it on the documents. Like, hey, I'm not just being a picky person, like please clean up your area. But also, yeah, we can't damage this paperwork. We can't get sticky juice on the paperwork. Again, that's another good reason why you have backup documents because if that does happen, maybe you clean up your area, but maybe you miss a spot and you put the paper down in it absorbs whatever liquid is on the table. That's another good reason why it's important to have backups printed out because you can swap it out. No problem. Easy peasy. But but it is a good reason, right? It is a good reason to say, hey, 
because this is, and it in, again, it is important mortgage documents, but I say it because these are important mortgage documents. We can't ruin them, so let me help you clean up. Do you have like a paper towel or a rag? I'll help you clean up. And me just offering kind of gets them going a little bit and me saying these are important documents, it also gets them this to, the light bulb goes off like, yeah, okay, maybe I should have cleaned this up a little bit more. And I get it. Some people are parents. They have a kid, and the kids make a mess. They didn't get time to get to the table. And usually, people are like, "Oh my gosh, I've, I'm so sorry I didn't get to it. My kids are a mess. I'm so sorry." And I'd say, "No problem. I can help you clean." I offer. I'm willing. Again, I'm willing to help clean up. Just most people don't ask. They just usually just do it themselves. So that's a tip for you guys. If you guys get to a place and it's a dirty table, or there's not a lot of places for you to sign, offer to clean up and maybe mention how important the documents are and that they do need to be, you know, they have to be in good shape when you return it, right? Because this is going to go, depending on your state, but it's going to go back to the title company, back to the lender, back to the county. So, you know, it is important. It should be in, in the best shape you can keep it. Uh, the, and those are all good reasons to explain to the signer and they will help clean up the table. They will understand for the most part. We always run across those people that just don't seem to care but I think if you say those things it will help them find a place to sign find a, a clean area and help them clean up the area anyway these were just funny conversations we were having at the conference that I wanted to share with you guys as some tips again the main tip I want to share with you guys on this episode is that it's important to get the higher uh, or the continuing education to become a peak signing agent go to these conferences get download these YouTube videos, download um, podcasts, go read books. There are, I, I believe there are a few books out there by signing agents, by signing service owners that are out there. There's nothing wrong with staying on top of your craft to become a peak signing agent. I want you to become a peak signing agent so that you make the most money because it is important for our whole industry that we all do the best. It makes us all look good and you deserve it when you provide the best service. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Peak Signing Agents podcast. I hope this episode brought great value to you and your business. And if it did, please subscribe and follow the podcast and share with anyone you think could also benefit. Thank you.